Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Hello! Now you think. Good morning! <laughs> it's time for Live at the Sports Addict with Archer Lawrenson. I'm Alfred Ferdinand Larcher III. He is Clark Ronald Lawrenson. And here we are, live in Chicago, on the eve of the great blizzard of 2020, as we do another exciting edition of Live at the Sports Attic and Basement, or Dungeon. Is it a sports dungeon or is it a basement? The, uh, it's the dungeon. The, the, the dungeon. dungeon. Let's just double it up, be as redundant as possible. Alan, I like it. I lo- good to hear from you, my friend. Folks, we're having technical difficulties with our Facebook live feed tonight. So those of you listening on uh, podcast and uh, over there on Blog Talk Radio, you are our only listeners this evening. The simulcast is not working, Larcher. Wow, that's very disappointing. I'm uh, saddened by this news. I just uh, I just woke up. This is uh, this is like this is what my morning radio show used to be like. Because I lived a mile from the radio station, and I would wake up in the morning. The TV would because we didn't have cell phones back then. We we did, but they weren't like now. Um, so I would wake up. I would wake up because the TV had an, uh, a timer on it. So it would wake me up. I would hear myself on a TV commercial, and that was my cue to get to work. And I, I would hop out of bed, and I would get in my pickup truck, and I'd go to the radio station with about two minutes to go. I'd have a cup of coffee, and then I'd start the show. So here we are. It's just like the old days. I just woke up, and I'm, I'm raring to go. Well, good. Happy. Uh, good morning. Welcome. Welcome Thank to you. the day. Welcome to the show. Uh, if you want to join in on the conversation, the only way to do that here today would be either to shoot us a tweet at Larcher Lawrenson. Um, you can comment over on our Facebook page, but we just don't have the Facebook live feed there. Uh, or you can give us a call. Uh, right, and the number to do that would be 760-454-8834. That's 760-454-8834. A lot to talk about. Of course, uh, the, the big uh, basketball news. You had the uh, uh, memorial c- uh, ceremony today. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Exit for Kobe. Ex- XFL, I lost my ass. We'll, we'll talk some about that. Oh, and uh, fantasy football in the X- XFL. Going, I mean, I I don't expect anyone to come out gangbusters in the XFL. So, uh, I'm I'm interested to hear what you have to say about that. What, what else have do you see on the docket there, Al? Today, well, the Bears uh, they got a tight end, so that's uh, that's good. What was his name? 
I don't know, Clark. You want details? Go listen to a sports show. Try the internet. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll see if I can find a sports show. I I don't really know where there is one at, at this exact moment, but we'll look around. We'll see what we can it, do. Uh, what else happened? Um, baseball. Uh, uh, they're tearing away signs. They're not. You can't bring signs to baseball stadiums, or you get uh, you get the signs taken away from you. Oh, really? They're not allowing signs because well, they stole all the signs. So. Yeah. Yeah. No signs. And uh, uh, what else? The radio stations took it upon themselves to try to, and which is uh, just, it's so subjective what a list like this could be, but the top 1,000 country songs, uh, the other country radio station in town, Al, the Big 95.5. Uh, never worked there. Never heard of them. Yeah, they're, they're new. They, can't, they don't really have a big slice of the pie, as you have explained to me. And, and, right. and this little... This last week, doing this list, I think it looked like they had quite a big response to it. Uh, yeah. And maybe just maybe that can inch them back up in, in the ratings. But I here's my thing. There's two country radio stations in Chicago, Al, and they both play the exact same music. That's just not <laughs> my country music. Now, yeah. I, I'm, I'm not the key demo. You know a little bit more about radio than I do. I mean, they're playing the shit for the kids. Well, you don't know music. Like you got, you, you listen to like five things, and that's it. So, of course, they're not playing to you. Um, but no, I think I would like six things. Yeah, those six, six things. You like my buddy Aaron? He still has a tape deck, and he still listens to. Uh, it's it's just Motley Crue and ACDC in there. Oh, right. the Doors, a lot of the Doors. Okay. Yeah, I, um, I I pulled up the list so we we could talk a little bit about that because everybody loves a good list. We'll see if you made the list. I think the lists ever... uh, are good because they they can be debated and uh, they they can be talked about, and you can describe a bunch uh, a bunch of different things with that. Well, Clark, uh, I am a masturbator, so we will we will get into it. All right. Well, I'm proud of you, sir. I'm darn proud of you. Oh man, uh, the Bears made some other moves uh, where they uh, they cut a couple of guys, Taylor Gabriel. Um, yeah, Prince of Nakamuku. Yep, and they saved thirteen point five million on the cap there. More offseason that, moves. That thirteen mil is about uh, about what you would pay for a quarterback. Oh really? Huh. Yeah, funny. Oh, interesting. Isn't it funny how time slips away? I wonder what that ranked on the list. Do you know off the top of your head what number that was? What song? Uh, how time slips away. Um, it, it, I know you don't know. It was a, it was a rhetorical question. No, that's Tracy Lawrence. We're talking about Willie Nelson. I don't see it here. Mm, well, that's not a very good list. I don't think it made the list, my friend. See, there we go. We're already debating the list. Songs that aren't on it. Hmm. Yeah, funny how time slips away. It's funny how time. Oh yeah, but I see some you know, Tom Hall on there, my friend. Uh, you know, I'm a big, uh, I'm a big fan of uh, John Prine. You know, John Prine. Steve Earle. Uh, yeah. You know, he 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 made it in your hipster world. I don't know if you listen to any John Prine, but um, for years I've been a John Prine fan. He, he's a great, he's a great, great songwriter, and. Um, 
I never realized that my favorite George Strait song, it took me years to know this. My favorite George Strait song is uh, written by John Prine. So there you go. For real. Really? I just want to dance with you. I want to dance with you. Twirl you all around the floor. Number 398. I just want to dance with you. Yeah. What, do you got a search option on there? Yeah, the the browser has a search option on it. Was that control out? Yeah. Yeah, that should do it. That should yeah, do funny, it. Funny how time slips away isn't on there. This this list is already garbage. Throw it out. I don't <laughs> want even want to talk about it anymore. No more. We're done with the list. We're done with the list. Steve Earl gets on there before time slips away. Come on. If you want to jump on in, 760-454-8834, or leave us a tweet at Larcher Lawrenson. This just in. Uh, we have nobody tweeting us. All right. Beautiful. Well, that's uh, – oh, you know, I just had the weirdest dream. I was dreaming I was uh, like a wrestling promoter and the ring announcer, and we uh-huh. went to intermission, and when we came back to intermission, I couldn't find the uh, card the piece of paper which had all the uh, names and all the information on it. So all I knew was Mike Elgin was coming out next, but I couldn't remember who he was fighting. So, you know, I was delaying everything, searching, searching, searching for it, and then I couldn't delay it any longer. So then I brought Mike Elgin out, but I still couldn't find it. Then the alarm went off, so. Oh, shoot. Well, I had a dream that I parked at the wrong parking lot at the airport, Al, and paid way more than I should have. You got to be careful with that, Al. Just tell yeah. me. I'm uh, I'm going to be at the airport next Wednesday, about about seven, eight days from now. Oh, oh. I got to call in. Uh, I, I won't be able to do the show in two weeks. Okay. Well, as long as it isn't for anything baseball, we'll be fine. No, it's for a family trip to Mesa, Arizona. Okay, good. <laughs> I heard there's a lovely uh, buffet out there. I hope you'll be at the buffet and... We will. Yeah. We'll go to the buffet. There's a buffet at a place called Sloan Park. We might go there for a day. How ridiculous is it to go to go watch baseball? I mean, it's just, to fly your family to some not even baseball training camp. <laughs> training camp. I mean, what is this? We dro- we drove to Bourbon A for years to go watch the Bears do their training camp. Not even football. It takes like a, it takes like. A, an hour to get there, and uh, you're home by 6 o'clock. You're flying somewhere with babies. You know, these kids yeah. don't know what's going on. Well, we're also doing a family trip with Lauren's family. Ah, bullshit. We're is not there, is there, are there water slides there, at least? We we have a pool uh, that we'll be in a lot with the kids and stuff. So, basically, we're getting away to get, get into the pool. Uh-huh. You have a pool at home. Wait a month. You might go see a comedy show. My buddy Dave down there runs a great thing called Improv Mania. Uh, he's, he also happens to be a pretty big wrestling fan now. Uh, that's yeah, that's how a guy. The Honky oh, Tonk Man was there. Yeah, I met the Honky Tonk Man there. That's right. Hot damn. Hot dog, see, hot dog. I keep thinking that I'm on TV, that, that we're on Facebook Live. I keep, like, looking over there. There's nothing. All you a couple of years ago was say, hey, uh, you know, I'm going to miss the show because I'm going to see the Honky Tonk Man in Arizona. And I would have been like, cool, man. That's a hell of a trip. Maybe there is a wrestler show. He do, he lives right there. The Honky Tonk Man? Yeah. That's how he got him to the club. 
He uh, he's there at the uh, in Gilbert, I believe. Gilbert, Gilbert, Gilbert. I don't know. I'm not a I'm not a geography feller. Oh my, yeah. So, <laughs> so I was exhausted all week because they um, they were showing the apartment and they were doing all this stuff and I wasn't getting any sleep. So the end of the week. Saturday going into work, I ended up sleeping like eight hours. Like it was beautiful, mm-hmm. and uh, or, or no, it had it had been Friday because it's DraftKings. So Friday, I finally get some sleep. I go to work. <coughs> I come home and I'm like, man, I got DraftKings to do, and like I just have no energy to do it, no XFL energy, and uh, so finally I decide, you know what, I could go through every player and I could, I could do all the work. But I don't have to do the math stuff and, and like try to figure out percentages if I just play cash game. And I've been I've been breaking even on the tournament play, so might as well just play cash because I've been doing pretty good. I won I won some money last week on the XFL. It was like nice. dollars, but it was it was positive. And I would have won a lot more had I not put my money into uh, the tournament play. If I just played cash, I would have been fine. So I'm like, well. You know, I was probably going to play a hundred dollars in tournament and and a, and a hundred and fifty, or I'm sorry, a fifty or so dollars in cash. I'm just going to play big. I'm going to go. I'm going to go and play like a real cash game. So, I found an eighty-five dollar game. Eighty-five dollars, four players. First place gets three hundred dollars. So I'm like, well, you know, this is. Uh, I have a, I have you know get the the Scott Steiner math out. You know, an average man would have a 33 no a 25% chance of winning in a, in a in a game with three opponents and yourself for $300 but I'm not an average man I am a fantasy football guru I am a draft king my kingdom's not as big as some others but I got a kingdom so I put on my crown and when I put on my crown that adds another uh 3% so now I have a twenty-eight percent chance over the of winning this thing. But then you got to factor in. Did you carry the one? I carried the one, and then okay. I factor in that you know one of these guys is going to be a scrub. So you could take his twenty percent, add it to my twenty-eight uh, percent, and now I'm at thirty forty-eight percent. I got a more than almost a halfway chance of winning this thing. So I'm like, let's do it. You know, let's get in. So I get my team together. I even I even uh, may have shared my team with you. I hope you played it because it would have won you some money in a fifty-fifty. Crap! But no, um, no, of course not. So, uh, you know, I'll, I'll do uh, next week. I'm in if if we're gonna do it. I didn't know until late. I have this. So I, I have this team. I feel pretty confident about. And then I go and I look and I go to see who my three opponents are. Well, my. 47% chance now went down to a 12% chance because I just realized I'm the jobber in this thing because I look, one of the guys I'm playing against is Evan Silva, who is co-founder of Establish the Run and the guy who I get most of my information from. So now I'm, play, I'm playing my, my damn guru. And then there's another guy who I, I see in like every single game. So he's definitely a money shark. And then there's some guy I don't know, and I'm like, well, there, there, there's that. So, well, uh, I mean, you're playing in the one of the more expensive games. Wouldn't you expect the big, the big dogs to be in there? That's where the sharks are going to be. 
I'm not an $85 game. I mean, like a $500 game, yeah. That's why I would never touch a $500 game. Yeah, but, but if, if they're good at it, they're also going to play in the $85 games. That's only got to help their bankroll. The truth is they play in every game. I mean, that's the truth. Right, right. You're hard-pressed to find games that they're not in. There, there might be like a cap limit, like under a certain amount. They don't play like 50, but every why game they're in. Yep. So the game actually starts pretty decent where uh, – uh, I have the right quarterback. This guy, big homie one. He, is he's got. Me, is, it, is it hard to get a hold of uh, DraftKing performances if you don't have, if you didn't play? Is that? Is it just it's impossible? It is absolutely impossible. I even, what I tweeted, fuck? I tweeted uh, Adam uh, Adam Sears. Adam Levitan this week. Adam Levitan, and I'm like, hey, is there somewhere I can find like? You know how guys performed. It's funny you mention this because DraftKings, if you go to the website, they have a live chat option where you could chat with somebody uh-huh. at the company. So I was looking for this exact same thing. I want to find like, all right, in week two, who are the quarterbacks who scored the most fantasy points on DraftKings? You know, pretty pretty simple question. I right. know who I played. I know who I played and what they did, but I don't know every quarterback. And also, I don't want to go through all my teams to, to you know, look at players. I just want to list in front of me. Right. So, so I go to DraftKings' site. I can't find it. Now, they have it for the NFL. It's called DK Live. It's an app. Okay. Oh, yeah. And yeah I, I, I have that app. Yeah, I have that on the phone, and I use that, I use that regularly. So I go to the DK app because it's DraftKings' app, and they don't have an XFL option. So I go in the chat, and this dimwit is like, uh, you know, I explain the situation. I'm like, listen, I need, I, I'm looking for where's a breakdown of top performers, even box scores of games. Like, if you showed me, you know, the Bears played the Lions, and I can look at the box score, click on it, and go, okay, well, you know, Stafford had uh, 12 fantasy points, and uh, Jay Cutler had uh, 18 you know, at right. least I could do it that way. But no, like, there's nothing. So I hit up this chat option, and they, they get some, I don't know what the hell it is. The computer's talking to me. You know, it's asking, like, what are you looking for? I'm like, well, here's the, here's the problem. I want to break down either a box score of games, or I would like a a leaderboard of, you know, what who the top wide receiver is, who the top tight end is. And he's like, well, tell me the games you played in. And I'm like, look, man, I'm not looking for a specific game. I, I'm just looking for where this information is. Right. Well, tell me what games you played in, because you could look and you could, you know, you could see the results from your games. I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for, man. I understand that, and I get what you're saying. I'm looking for an overall view. Okay, so what games? Okay, the fucking Wildcats versus the Dragoons. Okay. Well, which which game did you enter? I don't know what game I fucking entered. The three dollar game. What the hell, man? So I just X'd out of that conversation. But no, you can't. They, there's no. They don't tell you anything. It, it's a pain in the ass. So there's three receivers who are uh, putting up big points. There's Spruce. There's uh, he's actually a tight end. His name is Parham. He's a he's a six foot eight tight end. The Bears really should look at that guy. Um, Eli Rogers is pretty good, but he's not the other guy. And then the other guy is Cam Phillips. Well, there's kind of a rule of thumb in fantasy football. 
If there's a questionable tag to a, uh, a wide receiver's leg, you're going to lose about 20% of production. Now, uh, Cam Phillips okay. has been averaging like 30 points a game. So I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to play Spruce. And the DraftKings this week, the last two weeks, you can play anybody you wanted. Like, you seriously can afford all the top players. You can take number one receivers on every team, cram them in, cram in the top quarterback. They finally priced all the good players up. So now you have to think a little bit. Now now you got to make some moves. So I found the money to get Paul Walker, who, who's the top uh, quarterback. And there was some talk that some other guys may put up some uh, decent points too because they have legs and, you know, uh, everyone keeps waiting for uh, T- T- Tamu to go off. He hasn't yet over there with the St. Louis Battlehawks. So <laughs> I play Walker, and now you should stack Walker with Cam Phillips. But Cam Phillips has the questionable. So I avoid that altogether. Philip Walker, by chance? Houston? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's the guy who uh, passed away while driving his car very fast. This thing's going to crash, too. Who cares? Forget the names. Walker, Houston. That's all you need to know. These are details. Paul or Phil or who the hell? It's the XFL, man. We don't PJ do first. PJ is his nickname. PJ. PJ, PJ, Jesus. PJ Walker um, is the guy that stack with Cam. Well, this Cam Phillips, uh, he's got the questionable, so I don't play him. So this other guy, this, this big money Mooney, uh, big, big homie one, he plays Walker in the Cam Phillips stack. Yeah. Paul Walker goes for 41 points. So, like, yes, I'm, in, I'm feeling good. Cam Phillips goes for 48 points. What? So immediately, I, I'm 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 kind of screwed here. But now I played Parham. This is all Saturday. I played Parham, and uh, he's the big tight end, and he put up 30 points. So it's like, all right, I'm good. But then I look, and 100 percent of the four players played Parham. So we were all on that. Um, and then from there, it's a lot of eight point guys. I actually. My defense put up 17. His defense put up negative four. But I just couldn't overcome those uh, 48 points from uh, Cam Phillips. I end up. Oh, I just closed. Home opener. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Enough with the Cubs. Um, no, I it was end, Battle. I, it was I end with Battle Hawks. I end yeah. up beating Evan Silva. Evan Silva only put up 105 points. I put up 107. Points, so I beat him by a good ten points. But I placed third, and then some guy uh, got one twenty nine, and then the winner put up one hundred and thirty four points, winning the three hundred dollars. So, yeah, it was disappointing. That was disappointing. One, the player I should have absolutely stacked with the quarterback. I because of the questionable thing, I I moved away from and uh, it killed me. I would have won that game otherwise. So that's a shame. Wow. I'm sorry, man. Uh, good, good work though. You, I, I'm happy that you were ahead of Silva. What the hell? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I beat Silva. So look, look, that's a feather in my cap. Football, pro football, was in St. Louis for the first time since 2015. Al, where the Battle Hawks played in front of 29,954 people who passed oh, the lower. The lower bowl of the dome at America Center, formerly the Edward J. Something Dome, the Edward. Hoover. Remember that? 
Edward uh Edward uh Edward James Stadium. Edward Larcher Stadium. Edward James, that's correct. That is I, I think that's correct. That sounds right to me. Anyway. Uh, Jeffrey Pollack, who's the president and CEO. Shane McMahon was there, my friend. Wow. Yeah. You know, I, was, I, I tuned into a game. I don't remember which one it was. It was a Sunday game, so I don't think it was that one. Um, oh, was it in the Dome, do you know? I don't. I don't. No, I don't believe it was in the Dome. But uh, you, know, you, know who's, you know who the color commentator was? Former Chicago Bear? Uh, Steve Mongo McMichael? Mr. Greg Olson. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's been he's been commentating a little bit there. Yeah, he wasn't might, uh, might play football this year, might be uh might be an NFL announcer. Yeah, he wasn't terrible. He wasn't great. Like I wouldn't uh I wouldn't jump on him right away, but man, the fact that he's going out to the XFL and getting some experience is pretty smart. Yeah. And I give him props for that. So yeah, Greg Olson uh doing his thing. Good. <clears throat> Always on my mind. Number six. I wait. Not a fan of the song, or not a fan of its placement. What? Where are we here, Al? Number one, the whole top five. Go ahead. The whole top five is, as the uh, uh, the Iron Sheik would say, it's shit. Wow. Do those top five songs belong on the list? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Well, the list that we are discussing here, uh, the local country radio station, the uh, Big 95.5, a couple of DJs put together the top 1,000 songs uh, of country music of all time. And here's what these guys say. They go, to curate, here, here's their, uh, their mission statement uh, for their uh, blue la- ribbon label panel of country experts. Uh, To curate and rank a list of the top 1,000 greatest country songs of all time, considering factors like songwriting, artist contribution to country music history, historical and popular cultural significance of a song, sales and or streaming data, radio airplay, and peak chart position. You know what that says to me? That says you could could say whatever you want, wherever you want, and somehow justify it. All those qualifiers. Come on. You want a list of the pure best country songs. That's why I want a thousand songs, and I want to know which one is the best out of them all. Not, not oh, well, this one's ahead because it's cultural. Influence. What's on your list, list, then? Then you can make that list. That's a different list than what they're going with. Oh, yeah, yeah, I don't speculate. I don't, I don't do lists. Okay, see, fair. But you, will, you, will, <laughs> you will break yeah. it down. Oh, yeah, so I will criticize the list. You don't want any of those songs in there. Um, he stopped loving her today. Should be in the top five. Um, okay. I will always love you. Okay, number one, you know Whitney, kind of uh, a little better on that one. And it's not. Yeah, I, I, I love part of the popular cultural significance of a song. Yeah, but who, it, like if you like asked somebody on the street doing it, writing it, and singing it, you, you never would have had that from Whitney. Ever. If you go, if you walk down the street and you go, hey, you know, who, who sings I Will Always Love You? I think more than half of the people are going to say Whitney Houston. Seven out of ten, maybe eight out of ten. One guy so, out of every 50, one, one person out of every 50 will say Vince Gill and Dolly Parton. That song spent 
14 weeks at number one on the Billboard Top 100, the best-selling single of all time, recorded by Whitney Houston. Right. Now, yes, Dolly wrote it. Yes, Dolly wrote it. But when, I, when I'm thinking of the top songs of all time, I'm thinking of who's singing them. Otherwise, you know what? Let's just let's throw out every Garth Brooks and George Strait song because none of those guys wrote those songs. They, didn't come, they, don't, they, they don't even know what a songwriting is. Right? They don't even have pencils, Clark. You go I, to your house, they don't have pencils. Well, who has pencils? I, I have a couple because I have no, they, not anymore. They have they have programs. They have apps. Is what they have. No, for that. no, no. I yeah. bet most yeah, songwriters yeah. have a pen or paper in their pocket, and when they're on the the uh, bus uh, going to work on uh, Belmont Avenue, they're writing songs. Wow. Um, how many times do you think Garth Brooks is on this list? Um, twelve. You're looking at the top, looking at the top ten. I mean, uh, what a hundred? Does he have a hundred songs on the list? He's on this forty-six times. For, okay, so immediately they're disqualified. The list is the right. garbage. Hang That's on, 40. let's go with this. Uh, the, that, okay, so number one is Friends in Low Places. Number two is the dance. Also on this list are the Thunder Rolls at thirty-two. Ain't going down till the sun comes up at thirty-four. Unanswered Prayers at 57. 61 is uh, If Tomorrow Never Comes. 101 is uh, Much Too Young to Feel This Damn Old. The Rodeo comes in at 115. Shameless, 119. Colin Baton Rouge, 127. These are all hits, man. Shameless, Billy Joel. Full House, 160. Papa Love Mama Garth. Okay. You could stop after that. Like, the done. River, that summer. Standing outside the fire. Life is not tried if you're standing outside. What's she doing now? Come on, man. She's every woman. Two pina coladas. To make you feel my love. Garth Brooks, Adele. The Beaches of Cheyenne. No, yeah. The Beaches of Cheyenne. The Beaches of Cheyenne. The Beaches of Cheyenne. Give me Brooks Jefferson on here. I don't even think they played. I don't even think they played the Peaches of Cheyenne on the radio. That's how bad that song was. American Honky Tonk Bar Association, Long Nick Model. Okay, pick one of those two. Like you, you can leave one of those two off. That's fine. Somewhere other than the night. What? That uh, that was uh, that was late at nine eighty five. Right at right right before she should have said no. I'm a simple man is there. I fell in love again is down around there. Ticks. Day drinking okay. by Little Big Town. Ricky Van Shelton's simple man should be like uh, top 500. <laughs> uh, I thought this is how this would go. This is, I, I get it out. Like, I, I have no business commenting on it. You are the, the country music. Like, I wanted to talk with you about this list. How many times did you get on there? If I told you that Garth was, what, 46? Bubba Shot the Jukebox uh, is Lay 741. Up. That should be yeah. 333. Wow. I got to write these down. I got to go with Al's edits here. Where would you put Friends in Low Places, which they put at number one? Eight. Where does the dance go? 
54. And you say he no, stopped no, loving no. her today to be where it's at? 300 on the dance. I'm going to fuck the dance. 300. Wow. Wow. Now, you, you're not – you said the hell with their, their mission statement. That's just bullshit. Right, because it just it justifies any All right. position. Right. Coal miner's daughter. Um, where's that at? Number seven. God. By your man eight. Four twenty four on uh, uh, coal miner's daughter. Four twenty four. Stand by. your man could stay. All right. Uh, what about number ten? Forever and ever, amen. By Randy Travis. Ooh. Man, that's a see, like that's a great song. That's an yeah. underrated song. And if you're if you're measuring it on any matrix, it's probably not that impressive. Like, I'd put it in the top one hundred, and I think I'd at that point I think I'd be being generous. Wow. You know, okay, look, "Gentle on My Mind" is a culturally significant song, a masterpiece written. Sung by a guy with a beautiful voice. <clears throat> That's at 181. I'd put that in the top 25. Merle mm-hmm. Haggard's Big City, 179. That That's a top 20 song. Um, wow. Lord, I hope this day is good at 171. Okay, I'll leave that there. That's I want to read McIntyre, number 11. <sighs> it's too high. It's in the top. It's in your top thirty. I would imagine I could probably come up with thirty female artist songs that I. Uh, no, yeah, okay, I'd go in top thirty. Top thirty's fine. Should nine to five be Dolly Parton's highest song? It's number twelve. No. No, because no, you know what you know what her best song is. I will always love you. Fancy. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Reba took that to new levels, much like Whitney took. So if you're going by that, then that's why Reba's there. Yeah, but Dolly had a huge hit with it. Here's one more question for you. This list seems like it was done by somebody about our age. I think Brent mentioned it earlier, that it really seems like Everything there's a lot of songs that were hits uh, in in my time of country music eighties nineties um, that are on this list. It seems like uh, I mean we were listening to Saturday was the first time I tuned in and it was the top fifty on like every song was a hit. Yeah, there's country music has a, and I, I was wrong. Fancy is uh, Bobby Gentry. Oh, that's who, right. Uh, yep. 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 Whose best song was the one? Who was the one who? Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Yeah. No. No. Go ahead. Oh, I was just saying. You said it, and it sounded to me like um, it sounded to me like when I heard it in my head, the original version. It sounded like Dolly Parton. But I must yeah. have heard. I must have heard it on that Tyler Mahan Coes podcast. Which fuck him. I'm done. I'm done waiting for a new podcast. I'm done waiting for a new one. That first season was fucking great, but I'm done. Mamas, Don't Let Your Babies Grow Up to Be Cowboys, 49. That's a top 10 song. God Bless the USA was number 20, and I am saying 
that it got a heck of a bump by patriotism. Yeah, well, welcome to the genre of country music, Clark. Uh, true. I mean, there's a lot. There's a lot of that, which is great. It's fantastic. Um, is George Strait's best song, Check Yes or No? Um, probably as far as their qualifiers, because, you know, um, the chair, the fireman. I mean, I would go ace, uh, ace in the hole. Would be would be my uh, my chair favorite. Is 60, Sixty-five is the chair. And ace in the hole doesn't look like it cracks the top ten or the top one hundred. I mean, yeah, it might be getting uh, the one that starts. It's got the, it starts with the two fiddles, the twin fiddles. When you hear two it, fiddles in a straight guitar, oh, no, no. no. It, it, it's got two, it's the twin fiddles. And he's a uh, he's a rodeo guy, and he's uh, he's got he's got to make the next town. Amarillo by morning. That that's what I'm thinking. Not that's not easy. Easy. That, That's two behind. Uh, check yes or no on the list. Okay. I I would put that one ahead of check yes or no. Me too. That's my favorite. I like the fireman being on this list at number twenty. That's a fantastic one. So how many how many George Strait songs were there? There's got to be if there's a if there's forty three fucking Garth Brooks songs, and I love Garth well, Brooks. Forty six Garth. Three, what do you think there is for George? A hundred and five. Wow, a hundred and four. Not bad, larger. Nice wow. call. He's got a hundred and four on here. Blue clear skies yeah. at two fifty seven. Baby well, blues three hundred three. Nobody in his right mind. Uh, give it away. Yeah, he's got Ace in the Hole. There you go. Three sixty six. That one made it too. He's got more number one hit songs than anybody, I think, in music. Oh, yeah. I just want to dance with you. Troubadour. I saw God today. Uh, A fire I can't put out. Does Fort Worth ever cross your mind? Run. Man, yeah, George Strait, he's got to have the most on on here, right? Oh, no question. Yep. The guy, every song the guy ever touched was a hit. Wasn't a songwriter, but, man, the guy... uh, the guy could sing. Yeah. Yep. Him and his guitar, that's all he needed. Hell of an actor, too. I mean, Pure Country wow. is one of the best movies I've ever seen. I mean, George Strait, listen, this is who George Strait is. If you know nothing about country music, this guy has an album called 50. Now, you're like, oh, why? Because he put it out when he was 50? No. It's not because he was 50 years old. Is it because 50 is his favorite number? No, it's not. Is because he has 50 albums? No. It's 50 number one songs on one album. Jesus. God. Uh, Tom T. Yes. Hall is on this list four times. Yeah. Watermelon Wine. Um, the Day Clayton Delaney Died. I Love Beer. And I don't know. It's hard to find them when they're not close together. I Love. Was that I Love Beer? No, that's I love little baby dogs. I think that's what I was thinking. Yeah, I see watermelon wines on there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Well, anyway, I enjoyed listening to it, and it sounds like maybe they got a little bit of a bump over at that radio station. I didn't. I I kind of expected y- your idea for that list to be a little bit different, and I'm glad it is. 
For sure. For sure. So did you watch the uh, Michael Jordan tearful speech for um, uh, the basketball player who fell in the uh, helicopter? I did. I did watch his speech on that. Absolutely. Um, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, here's a quick, uh, his quick little lighthearted moment from that. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next. <laughs> Yeah. Hey Clark, when you play those things and in, in the you get the loud crowd, you could you could pot that down a little. You just bring them down. Oh here, let me try it again then. Hang on. Here we go. Alright. Wait. Hang on. Wait. Wait for it. It's coming. Uh-huh. Alright, here we go. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You're going up now. There you go. And you don't have to play the whole thing. You fade it out. There, yeah, perfect. You Beautiful. Him down. You bring them down. All right. Not Money. bad. So, yeah. Yeah. That's funny. It's cute. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was good. I watched the full nine minutes. Pretty cool. Pretty cool to hear from possibly two of the best to ever play the game. The two best, possibly. Who knows? Well, in Japan, they had another retirement show. So that, that was the big, uh, I know. It's, everybody's retiring over there. And, man, it's kind of Nobody left, huh? Nobody left. This Tanahashi, every time this guy uh, sees a retirement, he, he starts crying. Yeah. So, you know, he was all tearful again. And they, they did the, you know, they throw him up in the air and they, uh, uh, they say goodbye to the guy and, uh, And yeah, uh, I mean, what else? And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, well, they give they give flowers. So this is how I want my retirement to go. The same way, really. Mm-hmm. I'll have my last. I'll have my last match or my last podcast. And then after the podcast, I'll, I'll say goodbye, or uh, I'll stand. In, I'll stand uh, in front of the microphone, and then uh, all my old friends need to come here. You know, my my friends from childhood. They need to come here, and everybody comes here. They get in line and they hand me a bouquet of flowers, and then we'll bow, we'll bow to each other, and then uh, they say nice things about me. Then the next guy comes in and uh, says some nice things about me, and gives me more flowers. And then the next guy gives me another bouquet, and then we do a little more bowing. And then all the old people leave, and then we'll get all the young people in there. You know, people I've influenced. They'll come in and they'll say things. They'll give me flowers. And then uh, the president of radio will come in, and he he can he can congratulate me. And then uh, you know the head of the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame will come in, and he'll uh, congratulate me on everything I've done, everything I will do. And then uh, and then I'll say a couple words, but then I'll be interrupted by the jumbotron, which uh, it, it won't have the Bray Wyatt Firehouse Funhouse, but it will have uh, you know some old friends who couldn't make it say some nice things about me. Then I'll I'll say some nice things about the people for listening all this time. And then everybody will get in front of the uh the my desk and pick me up and toss me in the air a couple times. Perfect. Oh and they do the dead they do the dead wrestler bell thing. Oh yeah. They that's, they ring that's it how they, times. Yeah, that's how they officially retire somebody. You you like you give your speech, you say goodbye then just like you died, everybody closes their eyes and bows their head, and they ring the bell ten times. 
Yep. Huh. Well, that's nice. That sounds uh, very exciting. Where's Lou? I need, you know, Lou, call in. I need somebody to talk to tonight. 760-454-8834. 760-454-8834 if you'd like to join. In on the conversation. We want to know what's in your top ten of uh, country music songs, or sure. any songs, or um, who are, who who makes your list of top people, top sports stars who have died in your lifetime. Seven six zero four five four eight eight three four. Of course, for me, uh, probably number one on that list would be Sweetness. It would be Walter Payton. Yeah. That was a big one. That one hit me hard. Owen Hart. Um, I'm going to count a wrestler. Uh, Owen Hart would be number two. Okay. Uh, Kobe Bryant. He just died, right? He was the one? Yeah. Yeah, he gets three. There you go. Uh, Dale, Dale Earnhardt Jr. will take four. Senior. Dale Earnhardt Sr. Oh, the, the other one's still alive? Junior lived, yes. Okay, well, we'll bump that down to eight then. Um, let's see, who else? Kerry um, uh, Von Erich. No, go. I was never I was never a big uh, Von Erich guy. I never liked the Von Erichs. Okay. Yeah, I mean, no, number one, they all killed themselves. It's a very sad family, and, you know, uh, wrestling's my escapism. I don't need it to be like my family. So I prefer to stay away from the Von Erichs. I'm more of a heart guy, you know? I like the hearts. Okay, um, all right. Oh, yeah. Rowdy Piper was, is really high on that list for me. Uh, that might be that might be my true number three. Uh, Kobe just got bumped down to four. Andre, Rowdy, Andre, the, Andre the Giant should be on there maybe somewhere. Yeah, I mean, culturally, if we're going by the uh, big 95 list, culturally, yes, uh, Andre would be there. But to me, like, I always saw Andre as a guy who looks like he was about to die. Like, I didn't see young Andre. I saw old dying Andre. So when he died, it was like, oh, well, yeah. I guess that's what happens to old giants, old fat giants. Um, And how old was he? He he wasn't 50. I think he was like 47, maybe 43. I think he was was like 47. I think think he was rocked by that point I would say well he never stopped well, growing so yeah he was 46 46 okay that was yeah. close look at that very true died in 93 yeah I do remember that I do remember uh, being saddened by the news you know Me too. Was like, like Mr. Fuji died you know in his like 90s so it wasn't as big of a deal but uh I was. I remember being really sad when Mr. Fuji died. Well, in in celebrity deaths and and pro athlete deaths hit, hit you a little harder when they're when they are younger and a little bit more in their prime. Just because with anybody, you'd like for people to to live a little bit longer. Of course, Junior Seau, I, I would I would put on that list. Okay. Um, Mr. Fuji, uh, when he passed in 2016, was 82. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like a good checkout point for Mr. Fuge. Fuge the Stooge. Mm-hmm. Uh, Randy Savage was a, yeah. was a, that one hurt. That one hurt. Him and yeah, Rowdy Apollo. Piper. Man. One of mine was Apollo Creed. That one was tough. Very difficult. 
Yeah, yeah, Apollo went down. Yeah, I do remember that. Um, I don't think I was yet alive for Brian Piccolo, so I can't go there. Nope, disqualified off the list. People of a gener, a half a generation ahead of us, would go to that for sure. Yeah, I'm trying to think of other like football, uh, like Junior Seau. Um, I'd put on that list. I, I'd, I'm trying to think of another football player that. Nothing's really coming to mind because football players kind of age out and then they disappear. And then you read the news about, you know, uh, so-and-so's dead. You're like, oh, man, that's, you know, like William Perry should be on that list. I don't know why he's not, but, you know. I almost said about a ha- I almost said a couple people that are still alive. I was going to be like, Mongo. Oh, no, still alive. Refrigerator. But Oh, go ahead. Mongo dies. I mean, that's gonna be my top five, but you know yeah. he's still he's still alive, so uh, you can't throw him in there yet. Yep. You know, Dicka. You would think he'd be dead, but you know, Dicka's still going. Still kicking. Some of these guys are definitely still, uh, yeah, still around, which is great. Stick around, guys. Stick mm-hmm. around. Hello? It's really difficult to understand you. You're quite echoey tonight. Why did what? You know what? I hung up on him. Because we couldn't get a clear line, apparently. Couldn't get a clear line? It was Buddy Ryan. It was Buddy Ryan. Well, rest in peace, buddy, Ryan. You know, I think I mentioned this last week, and I'm going to mention it again because I think it's that stunning of news. Jerry Glanville is still alive. What? He's a defensive coordinator in the XFL. Jerry Angelo. Jerry Glanville, the Falcon. Oh, yeah. I saw that. I was very surprised to see that. The, you mean the racer? He's a car racer, Jerry Glanville is. He's also he was a football coach as well. Fair, yeah, yeah, he was seventy seventy eight years old. He was a he used to he coached the Falcons back in the day. Back when I was a kid, I was a Falcons fan. I had a Falcons hat. They were my number. They're my number three team. Uh, you know, behind Bears, Patriots, and Falcons. So Jerry Glanville, uh, he used to leave tickets. I don't know if you remember this, but when he coached, he, he would always leave free tickets. For Elvis, if Elvis decided to show up and come out of the dead, he had tickets to uh, uh, a uh, Falcons game, and he would also leave tickets for space aliens in case any space aliens come down and want to watch football. That's amazing. What a guy. That's a really great guy. Yeah. He is Glenn. Mark, he's Mark Tressman's defensive coordinator. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Give me a little um, there. He was last with the Hamilton Tiger Cats in 2018. Uh, and before that, he was the head coach of Portland State from 07 to 09. I'll be damned. Yeah, I thought he was taking a dirt nap. So, And he, and he raced cars for a while. He went to college at, uh, at Northern Michigan. Wasn't even really aware that they had a Northern, Northern Michigan. No. No idea. Well, isn't that special? It is quite special. 
Yeah, so you excited for your, uh, I mean, baseball's back. The balls are being thrown. People are taking naps. What, uh, what say you? Well, right now, all the talk is, uh, will I be able to watch the Chicago Cubs in my house uh, this season? Uh, and the answer is yes. Is it necessarily by legal means? That is still up for discussion. However, well, they are making deals with some carriers. Uh, Hulu Live, they will be on uh, eventually. They didn't kick off right away. Ran into some hiccups. They had a lot of hiccups with their, hiccups with their launch here a couple of days ago of the new station. They do have a deal with DirecTV and uh, AT&T and then some smaller carriers out there like Mediacom and what have you. But a lot of the talk of the town is half of their fan base isn't going to be able to see them play on Comcast. So, well, we'll see what happens. The whole thing is garbage. I mean, that's just a greedy, selfish, um, irresponsible management who don't give a shit about their fans is what that is. And it's vile, and it is... Um, a glimpse into what the future of sports may become and uh, to it and to the uh, the Cubs for uh, allowing it to happen. I mean, what a horrible, horrible organization that really just doesn't give two shits about its viewers and its fans who supported this miserable team for a century with, with, with piss-poor baseball and you have one good season, and now you think you can money grab? I mean, they, yeah. these, these, they, this ownership is garbage. The uh, reconstruction of Wrigley is trash. They should have moved to Rosemont when they had a chance. And, hey, uh, you know, I, I, hope, I, don't, I don't know how people could be Cubs fans. I don't know. It's becoming very difficult. I hope that there's no deal made with Comcast. I don't need that on my cable bill. I, I'd rather... They just, I'd rather listen to them. They're over the air for free. I can listen to them on the, on the, on the radio. I'm good. I don't need this new network. Marquee sports, kiss my ass. I'm out. Well, I would think as a Cubs fan, though, you'd want to support them. Nah, I'm, I'm not that big of a big into them anymore. (laughs) You're such a, such a. Yeah. When they start pulling it, it pisses you off. You know, you just said it best. How can you be a Cubs fan? Well, they've made it pretty difficult. Yet you're 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 taking a vacation to see them. No, I'm taking a va- vacation to go with my family, and then we're gonna go and watch a baseball game. I'll cheer well, for the boy. Why don't you boycott the game? Stand by some principles. Uh, <laughs> instead of going to the. Instead of going inside, why don't you stand outside with a sign and go, I refuse. And then you know what? You'll get on you'll get on Sports Center or something and maybe we'll get some listeners. Okay. I'll put a little Larcher and Lawrence logo on there. Boom. People will be interviewing you. Yeah. You just go out there and be like, I planned this trip, but they're so selfish I don't want to go inside. Mm-hmm. <laughs> put it like a grumpy face, make like a grumpy face. Like, I understand that they already have my money, but that's not the point. This is about more than money. It is. I mean, be principled. If, if if you really, like, I mean, I don't know how you can be a fan. I just, I don't get it. I don't understand. I know. It's difficult. So, I think 
I think maybe this will be my last uh, my last season as a as a fan. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would, you know, you should cut bait now. Why wait? It's not going to be a good year. The White Sox now they're looking for fans. They have very affordable seating. They spent a lot of money this off season to be that team that has gone from long shot to a realistic chance at a World Series, and yeah. they need they need fans. You know, I support the South Side of Chicago. The South Side needs a little love too. Uh, I think this is the year to become a Sox fan. There should be a, a a shift, a seismic shift in the fan base of Chicago baseball to the Chicago White Sox because they're not a uh, sleazy organization uh, milking every dime for you to. They're selling they're selling Sundays out of hats. That's a good call, Al. I'm happy for you that you're becoming a White Sox fan. Way to go. Oh, I'm not. I'm not a baseball fan. Baseball's no, no, no. garbage. You're good. No, you're good. Go for I'm it. making Go a on. case. I am making a case as a litigator, as a master debater. You've that, that, yourself into it. You've got this. You've got this. You will be a great, fantastic, and loyal White Sox fan. Well, there's yeah, no... There's no for baseball parties no, down there, food. There's no doubt I've always been a White Sox fan over the Cubs. Like, if, if you said, what's your baseball team? It's the Chicago White Sox. But I would also add the, uh, you know, the asterisk that I don't really enjoy baseball. So, oh, shit. I, I got some news for you. Uh-oh. The numbers, you have to cut them in half for how many times Garth is on. And how many times George is on? Why is that? So Garth's in the 20s and George is in the 50s. Because okay. I'm looking at how many times they appear on this page, but this whole page that Big 95.5 has, they're not the, it's not the best you know, uh, website for some reason. But uh, yeah. it, it lists all of the songs in numerical order, and then it lists them all in alphabetical order. So they're all... I see. Okay, well. So Martina well, McBride I, has eight songs. I thought she had 16. I made my projections based on the Garth Brooks projection, so if, if not, right, I would have no, cut my that was still a hell of a guess. Like, no, you're correct. Good, Nice work there. Thank you. That Thank was you very, very good. Yes. Oh, man. What else, Larcher? Yeah. You want to go to a Sox game this year? Yes. All right, I'm down. Okay. I will get you into baseball. We can go and have some good food, eat some ice cream out of a barrel. It'll be good. I'd like to thank Clark. Huh. Yeah, and you can Listen, thank me out for, for taking I've me went I've gone to I've gone to probably a hundred Sox games in my lifetime. So no don't give me this shit. I know to go I know to get Al's beef, I know to get to go get the Italian ice afterwards. Uh uh I, I know the spots out there. Look, I'm hip to it. I'm a baseball guy. I just don't enjoy the game. I'm gonna go there and I'm gonna eat. I'm gonna eat all the food and I'm gonna talk to other boring baseball fans. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm gonna do is, you know, because I'll just be like, hey, my God, great day, guys. Here's what you do. This is all you have to do to be a baseball fan in Chicago. You, you go whatever team you're going to, whether it's the Cubs or the Sox. You just go to the guy next to you. You go, hey. 
You know, it's a good day when the Cubs are winning and the Sox are losing, or vice versa. Hey, it's a great day when the Sox are winning and the Cubs are losing. <laughs> and then you'll you you, the, the guy buy you a beer. That's how that works. I know these things. I'm hip. I'm hip to the baseball. Okay, good. I I believe, uh, yeah. Shoot. I mean, there's not a lot to understand as far as the game, as the game goes. And, you know, they keep changing the rules anyways. Yeah. Uh, there's some breaking news here. This just in from a website called 411 Mania. I know nothing about their credibility. But according to this dirt sheet, the WWE is reportedly concerned about possible Chris Jericho chance on Raw tonight. As it's coming from Winnipeg, Canada. No, they, yeah, they'll get Jericho chance. They should, right? I mean, you would think. See, I was trying to play a breaking news drop, but I don't think they're breaking news drops. I think their song's called Breaking News. It's breaking news time! Yeah, I can't, like... I married Abby Gaberman. That's not the breaking news. See? Like, yeah. I, yeah. What the hell is that? It's like a fucking musical. <laughs> well, um, it's breaking news from the musical, Henry Danger the Musical. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I found the secret to those musicals. Well, uh, I, I've, listened, I've listened to enough musicals now because of my job. You know, people come in and they sing musicals all the time. That yeah. you know what the secret to those musicals are? We can write a musical. It, it's it, a sports musical. It'd be like, I went down to a baseball game. Everything was going fine, and then I was to blame. The girl next to me flashed her boobs, and baseball home run, a double came to. All the songs <laughs> are about sex. They all they're all about sex. People walk, you know. There's a fucking plant that's growing, and next thing you know, it's having sex with somebody. Every fucking musical is about sex, except Hamilton. Here's another song from Henry Danger, the musical, called More Breaking News. All right. There seems to be no end to this musical curse of its you. That's right, co-host Trent. I've been singing my body. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. And why did every musical has two people singing? They can never just have one. Yes. It is. And it's always like talk singing, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's like, I went down to my grandma's house. Oh, Al said something I disagree with. Now I'm going to have to say my peace of mind. Call in 760-454-8834. That's another call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fucking musical. <laughs> Did they make all the family the musical? Uh, like last week or so, like a couple months ago, wasn't there uh, All in the Family, the musical? Uh, the Jefferson like on the TV. Woody, Woody Harrelson? No, they did yeah. like live episodes. It wasn't musicals. They just did live okay. episodes. Thank you. I mean, Woody, Woody sang the song and everything, playing Archie. Sure, sure. That's and they either expected. did it again or they just replayed it. I don't know. Oh, what else is there? There's, uh, well, WrestleMania is, uh, oh, what did you think about the uh, leap uh, Cody made off the cage? 
nice. You know, he didn't look backwards at all, which I think adds a little something to it. Um, I thought that was a really good night of AEW altogether. Um, I think it was good to see that move uh, to to finally beat Wardlow. Was that his name, Wardlow? Yeah, Wardlow. Uh, yeah, that was a that was a good match. I mean, no, everybody. Huh? Yeah, you thought it was you you thought it was solid. You know, a lot of people were saying that was a pay-per-view quality uh, show, like uh, that it was probably the best one they've done to date. And uh, I thought it was really good too. I, I it was it was better than the NXT show, there was no doubt. And uh, I enjoyed I enjoyed it a lot. Um, yeah, no, I was a fan of it as well. Um, you get the uh, of course the Bucks are now the number one contender for the belt held by uh, Kenny Omega and uh, Hangman Page. All members of the elite. All members of the elite. Of course, Hangman, is he leaving? He's drinking a lot of beers. Loves the bear. He's drinking a lot of beers, and the rest of the crew doesn't seem to like that very much. He looks um, like a guy at a baseball game. There you go. Yeah, he does. Um, but uh, I don't know. What, what's the feeling here? Is this uh, going to be a Kenny turn? I think you mentioned that. Was that on the show you mentioned or that, or was that? Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. I um, I don't know now. I mean, I really don't. I there's going to be a mis. I think the Young Bucks are going to win the titles. There's going to be a misunderstanding between Kenny Omega and Adam Page. And yes, yeah, somebody is going to turn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm going to be babysitting in the suburbs that night. Of course you are. Yeah. I knew all that was talk. Yep. It was. You're not going, right? You have to work. Yeah, yeah, I'm not going. I'm going to work. You're like, uh, oh, if he, if it's if I can find cheaper tickets than it costs to buy, I'm going to go. I'm like, hey, bullshit. You're not going. No, I forgot about a prior engagement, but I do think I'm going to find a way to rent it out there. <clears throat> How come you have you all these people babysit, and then I say, hey, you know, uh, you when when I say, hey, let's do something, you go, I can't find a babysitter. Well, some of these people should return some of these favors. Yeah, they 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 will. They'll return it. This is for the oh, they for the better. This one they better. We got to be in charge of four kids with two adults. It's gonna be hell. Let me tell you. I don't know. You give them pizza and a movie, they're fine. I don't know what the hell's so difficult. So. The one, uh, the one started uh, crapping by herself. How's that going? It's going really good. We're doing a lot of uh, potty trainings finished up. Uh, I'd, I'd call it a success at this point in my book. Uh, she she peed in her bed last night sleeping, but eh, she's she's doing great. You know that was always like when you play The Sims. That was always such a hassle to get to, to teach the potty training. Al, it's one of the hardest things I've ever done in my life. Is uh, just the stress that comes with it and stuff, but we're getting there. Sure, we're gonna start, like, you know, we're gonna, start, we're gonna start the other one early, like eighteen months old. Like she's about a month and a half from there, and we're gonna start. Now, it. this we're isn't. Gonna... Uh, 
this isn't uh, this isn't a shot at your kid. This is just in general. But I got to think it's frustrating that you think your kids are genius, you know, because they're talking and whatnot. And then next thing you know, it's like, hey, why don't you just why, why are you crapping on yourself? Why are you peeing on yourself? But you can just go you can just walk over there and sit down and do it. Like you, you, all of a sudden, you like start realizing, oh, these kids aren't as bright as I, we once thought. Yeah, yeah. But then they figure it out. Yep. That's pretty much exactly it. Yeah. Yeah, and the Sims, like, when they make an accident on themselves, you get the green uh, smoke coming out of them, and that's always, you know, then you got to give them a shower, you got to give them a bath, and that takes time, and all you want to do is, uh, you know, play on the computer uh, yeah, in the game. For a long time. Yeah, it... LC, uh. you get it. You understand where I'm coming from with this. You know, the secret is you, you bathe them in tomato soup, then you can do it in half the time. Wait, how does that speed it up? It gets a smell off. No, that's that's a skunk, Al. Same thing. I mean, it's the same. No, it, it gets a smell. It removes the smell. It's different. Skunk is worse. Skunk is worse. I think my, my brother-in-law is trying to trap a skunk outside his place. He accidentally trapped a possum instead. There in the uh, in Lombard. Oh yeah, that's uh, about the place where that starts happening. Is, uh, Lombard. It was a live trap. So he let the possum go. No, George Jones. He should have been. You know, he stopped loving her today. I might move that to number one. The more I think about it. Where did it come in at? Four. Three. I think it was three. Four. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Getting rid of odors. What really works? Uh, can, I just. Can you soak your baby? Can you soak your baby in tomato juice? Let's see here. Tomato juice for babies. My little Muppet. No. I like this section. Number 45 down to 43, three songs in a row. Was like a Hank Williams back to back to back. You got 45. Hey, good looking by Hank Williams Sr. Then 44 was A Country Boy Can't Survive by uh, Bo Cephas, if you will. And 43, Hank Williams Jr. with Family Tradition. Nice. Oh. Yeah, see, like, Hank Williams would have to be objectively in the top ten. You know, he was the first star of country music. He's what defined the genre. That's like having a top ten list in the WWE and not putting Andre the Giant because he doesn't have any five-star matches. You know, um... As you were saying, it's a recency bias with age, but still, Hank Williams' uh, influence on country music. If I'm not mistaken, Hank Williams is the most covered artist of all time, so he's still relevant. Mm-hmm. You know, just because the radio stations today don't play him doesn't mean he wasn't once the guy that they only played. So to not have Hank Williams in the top ten is it's just a tragedy. It's just it's just an absolute. It's criminal. You know where King of the Road was? That came in at number 84. See, that's a top 30 song. I mean, no question. 83 was Looking for Love by Johnny Lee. Yeah, that's fine. That could go farther down. From the Skokie, 82. Jesus Take the Wheel at 81. Okay. Um, I mean, you got to have something to monitor, Seth. I want Before to jump, jump around a little bit for you here. Seven, 74, Looking Back, Texas. 
73, It's Your Love, Tim McGraw, Faith Hill. 72, Dust on the Bottle, David Lee Murphy. 71, yeah. Smoky Mountain Rain, Ronnie Millsap. How are we doing here, Al? Okay, okay with those. Um, you know, It's Your Love is probably a top 30. You know, really? Just cause you want, I mean, you need some representation from the 90s. It isn't Garth Brooks, and that song would qualify. Yeah, I mean. Great is all over there. Um, oh, I wanted to ask you about that. Uh when it comes to a guy that I would say you're not the biggest fan of, but uh, a Mr. Jackson, if you will. Oh, that boring ass Elvin Jackson. Well, Chattahoochee, top 100. 21. Ugh. But he's in there. What's 58 divided by two? He's got over 25, 26, 27 songs. 28. Yeah, yeah. ridiculous. Nine songs. I mean, Don't Rock the Jukebox has got to be on that list. Do you think it needs to be up as high as 51? Yeah, all right. I mean, that's okay. Oh, we can take that out there. Two of those, one of those songs was Jackson by Johnny Cash, June Carter. Uh, where were you when the world stopped turning? There's your patriotic bump to 59 <clears throat> right there. That song wasn't that good either. Like that's a, that's five fifty two. You know what? Just to be appropriate or inappropriate, maybe I'm putting that song at nine eleven. <laughs> it's about where it belongs. It's about where it belongs. Yeah. Chasing that neon rainbow is number one hundred five. Living on love is ninety six. Can you count? It's five o'clock somewhere with Jimmy Buffett from ninety two. Yeah, there was one you said that I thought was number one. It should have been his highest. Uh, Chattahoochee. You... No, it wasn't Chattahoochee. In this couple songs you just mentioned. Gone Country, uh, Don't Rock the Jukebox. I think Gone Country. Gone Country, look damn boots. Like, I think that's um, probably his best. Midnight Montgomery, but that wouldn't rank very high. Can we talk uh, a little bit about Remember When? Different song. I thought, that in my mind, I remember them being the same song. Remember When is a different song than Where Were You When the World Stopped Turning. Although, I think they're, they're similar. They're, aren't they? Isn't Remember When very much yeah, about yeah. tragedy? I mean, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drive it, made it. Who's Cheating Who, which he didn't do originally, right? No, no he didn't. Midnight in Montgomery, 323. There you go, Al. Who's Cheating Who is Roger Miller. Um Who's cheating? Who? Um, that's a Probably George Street song. Probably yeah, Ellen Jackson. That's a Jim Ed Brown song. Ellen Jackson. Up. Um, that might be an Ellen Jackson. That I mean, he didn't write any of them, but Ellen Jackson covered a lot of successful songs of the past. He was kind of the like, if you really want to shake it down, Ellen Jackson was the fucking Michael Bublé. Of uh, our generation. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, I'm with you there. Murder on Music Row with uh with George. George Strait. That was like when uh you know uh Warren uh, G teamed up with the other guy and they did uh, that song. All right. A song that I think is very low for Alan Jackson at seven thirty six. I think she's got the rhythm should have been a little higher. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, what is the one? I'm in love with the waitress. And I don't even know her name. Not even on the list. This is bullshit. <clears throat> Isn't that the name of the song? I think it is, yeah. Because I'll play it outside. There's another song that's exactly that song, but it's been redone. It's a female singer. And, I, I, oh, and I'll play that one out. Yeah, yeah. I think it's called Last Name, and uh, the new one's Last Name. Oh, Carrie Underwood. Coming in at number 999, it actually goes... Uh, he does. He didn't make the list with the Love with the Waitress. Wow. <laughs> yeah, Last Name did, though. That's great. I see Darius Rucker, big country star, made the list. He's on there more than once, too. Oh, the tractors? You know, the back end is more interesting than the front end of this list. The tractors yeah, made the list. Four songs. Tractors? Yeah, I'm happy to see that. The Ricky Van Shelton song we mentioned. I'm glad he got the, on the list. Oh, I think uh, Baby Likes the Rocket's got to be on that. Yeah, I love the tractors. I'm kind of surprised how far down it is. Um, oh, what about Cash? How much is he on here? Johnny. Johnny Cash, nine songs. That's tragic. Huh. Yeah, I think so. Did you, did you know? Sometimes, right? No. Tim McGraw's on here 30 times. Well, oh, okay. One of them's a song with Taylor. One of them's with Taylor Swift. The other song is a Taylor Swift song. Right. Yeah, she, that's confusing. She has a song called Tim McGraw, and then she has songs with Tim McGraw. Yeah. You never even called me by my name. Made it at uh, number ninety. Yeah, right behind, uh, right, right in front of it is uh, behind closed doors. Charlie Rich, one of my favorite songs. Uh, Any man of mine, Ellen Jackson, My Maria. Like this is good. This is good eighties. Good eighty number eighties. Blue Leanne Rhymes probably a little too high there. The highest Tim McGraw song, 39, was Live Like You Were Dying, and right behind it at 40 was Don't Take the Girl. Mm, the, uh, I like it. I love it. It's at 62. It's Your Love was 73. Um, I was surprised to see something like that be one of the later ones, but or Indian Outlaw, too. 136 or something like that, but Indian Outlaw, I think, was a ways down, like just a little yeah, further. Yeah, yeah. Because, because now it's offensive. Like where the, the whole fucking new because he was singing in red face. I'm an Indian outlaw, half Cherokee and Choctaw. My baby would keep a wah wah. She's one But he took that song, Indian Outlaw. The chorus, at least, was from something else. I don't. I didn't know that. I don't know what you're talking about. Huh? I didn't know that. Cherokee people. Yeah. Cherokee pride. Yeah, yeah, see, the whole thing was offensive. It wasn't country. It was something else. Um, yeah, it's probably like an Indian fight song. It's probably like uh, a tribe's fight song. It's a sample of uh, Don Williams. Don Pardon's Indian Res- Reservation. Huh. Yeah, there were some Indian songs. I like it already. Yeah. Cold Roger was a wooden Indian standing by the door. Yeah. 
tomato and antique store. already it drags it drags a little bit but that's it you know it's got that dragging rhythm kind of a jazzy horse all right there we go Country music, Clark. How about That's that? First. Uh, the dog shines on the sun's ass every once in a while, you know? Yeah, you, now you sound like Jim Ross on the AEW. Boy, is he <laughs> angry. Like, holy shit. Like, everything I projected, everything I predicted was happened. happen. And, uh, the worst thing you could ever say to a person, I think. That's one of them. Oh. It's Dude, I am enjoying Grumpy Jr. now. At first, you know, I thought, well, this is going to annoy the piss out of me. Now I'm loving it. Yeah, yeah, you? yeah. I don't need to hear any more about that. I got to get that dropped. When you start talking about baseball, I'm just going to be like, yeah, enough about that. Yeah, they have a... They have a... Uh, what do you call it? So, they have a late... Are you signal? Are you signaling that you're off the line? Hello? No, I'm What here. is it? I mean, what are you oh, pushing yeah. buttons for no reason? I'm not pushing buttons for no reason. I'm pushing them for serious reasons. I'd like to thank Clark. You know, I'm gonna delete that one. When no one's looking, it's gonna mysteriously disappear. I'd like to thank Clark. Oh man! So, Jim, there's a lady, Chris Statlander, who she claims she's from Area 51 and a space alien. And mm-hmm. uh, there's a point in the show where Jim Jim Ross is like, "Well, what's her deal?" And uh, Excalibur is like, well, actually, uh, Jim, she was uh, landed from a spaceship, and uh, she's uh, an alien. Yeah, enough of that. That's garbage. Let's get back to the action. Yeah. He doesn't want to push your silly story. He just completely blew it off. It was was great. Did people bitch? Well, people are always bitching. That's the beauty of the Internet. There's always a reason to be upset about something. It it's hard to listen to his podcast, man. Oh, I love it. It's one of my faves. I I 
did a lot of podcasting last night. I listened to Jim Ross. I got around to the Sherry Martell one that you kept uh, mentioning, and uh, I thought it was good. You made a reference because I was researching some Japanese wrestlers, and because uh, uh, Kyrie Sane of uh, the WWE got married over the weekend, and she yeah. left like a very like cryptic tweet, like not a picture of her and her husband. It was just like I'd like to inform everybody that I have indeed, you know, uh, married the love of my life. You know, thank you so much. We've had a long distance relationship, and I was trying to figure out if she was the one marrying evil, but that's not her. That's that's the other one. That's Io Shirai. Um, in NXT and you know I started doing it and I'm like man I remember trying to figure out if Okada was married or not like you know if he was dating or like you know what what, uh, these Japanese uh, but they all they're sports stars they're athletes and stuff they're very private I find out about their uh, personal lives and then you mentioned uh, you're like oh like Sherry Martel and I thought you were joking or being sarcastic I didn't realize you were being serious oh yeah no I, I, I took that straight from the podcast yeah, yeah, yeah. So I learned that. I'm like, oh, that's what Clark was referencing. Because I thought she was an open book. But I guess that's more Miss Elizabeth. No, and had you ever heard of her husband that they talked about? and Like a couple kids? I really hadn't much. I, I guess I no. never knew and never even thought about it. And come to find out, that was by design. Yeah, yeah. That's, uh... Yeah, I didn't realize that. I got the recording iPad to work. Good. The technical difficulties are over, so... By next week, we should be back simulcast on both Facebook Live and Blog Talk Radio. I got to tell you, it's been nice to do just a straight-up radio show with you again. Yeah, you know, have you hamming to the camera the whole show? You're the one who always flips me off when I'm not looking, and I don't even catch it during the live show. And when when I catch it, I I see it on the playback once in a while. I just... I don't know. I, I try to be as kind and honest as I can with you around. What are you talking about? I don't know. And I am I invited over to the attic still to do shows? Yeah, yeah. I wish you would have came tonight. It's been like you can't come here. Uh, I can't come no. over there. Like no, I, no, I'm no, wondering no. if you heard about the coronavirus. What's going on here? No, I absolutely was hoping you'd come tonight. No, no, you said you said I have to do the show from here, and when you say I have to do the show from here, to me I take that as I don't want any visitors. No, 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 that was, look, because a couple of weeks ago you said, hey, we'll, we'll do the show from your place next week, that was last week, and I had the showing here, which probably was a good idea you weren't here, but it wouldn't have mattered either way, but I had made a commitment to go over to your place, so I was just saying I like I couldn't do it this week either but if you wanted to come here it's fine but if not you could do it from remote i should have spelled that out maybe a little better maybe just a little bit there uh, even when i wrote it i, I actually also, did think like you're running out of excuses though soon like i think these two might be the best that you have in your back pocket well it's always going to be an issue of sleep it really is i mean it's it's a one day, you know, it's like, all right, because I'm waking up the same time I have to wake up to go to work to do the show. So it's, it's like, like oh. so this is like the exact pattern of going to work. So it's like, all right, it's, oh, man, I got to roll out of bed. You and a lot accomplished in your evening tonight. Maybe you can go out and go shopping, get some groceries. I do that, I do that Saturday night after uh, work. Okay, see, you already got it. You got full groceries. You can make a meal. 
You can watch some Raw. You can play some Madden or, or whatever is catching your fancy right now. Man, I've been on a faux kick lately. You like faux? No, not much of a faux guy. You just don't get it. Well, you have no taste, so, I mean, it's really what it comes down to. Um, yeah. Vietnamese, uh Vietnamese soup. Okay. I'll do it. It's a, street, it's a street soup? Oh, you never had it? Yeah. I, I'll no. be honest. I, the first person I ever heard talk about pho was Patrick. And I remember it was like what it was in my grumpy stage where I was like, I don't really want to try anything new. So I remember we went, it was like his birthday or something. We went to a pho restaurant. I'm like, Oh, I don't want to do this. And, uh, I don't even know if I ordered pho at that point, but years later I had it. And, uh, yeah, it is fantastic. There's a really good place in Norwich. I like to go to across from the hip, right across the street from the hip, the Harlem Irving Plaza. Oh, it's right really? next to where uh, casual, the uh, uh, men's warehouse is right there, or whatever that uh, soup place yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. I I see that there's one at uh, fifty four fourteen West Devon Kingfo. Yeah. Well, the one PSA, of these days. Right? Yeah, it's it's cheap and it's good. It's every. It's like they take a bowl of soup, and they put meatballs in like. Uh, uh, like flame and young, like like a slice of that in there, and they throw uh, noodles like uh, like a ramen in there, and then they have this broth that's I mean it's like a chicken soup, but it's it's got a better taste to it. And then you put like jalapeno peppers in there if you want. You put in Brussels sprouts. They give you like a whole stack of shit on the side that you throw into it as you eat it, and. You squeeze lime into it, and you every every time you take a bite, you grab a noodle. It's like a different flavor. It's like a different food, and it, it just it explodes, and your mouth doesn't know what to do. It's like what the hell's going on? There's limes over here. There's hot peppers over there. This day, this tastes sweet. This tastes spicy. This tastes that, and your your tongue explodes in goodness. Have you ever been to Uptown Pho? I ordered there. I ordered Pho to work the other day. And that's where I got it. From I got it from the uptown foe. You ordered you ordered food in to work. Yeah. Do you do you have it delivered there before your shift starts, or are you taking a break? Taking a break. And this is okay. the season where, where um, you know, like on a Tuesday or a Wednesday, there might not be uh, a crowd until you know ten o'clock, and I get there at seven thirty. So, and that was the case. I ended up finishing. I ended up. The order took an hour to get there, and uh, by the time it got there, I said no one was there yet. I sat down and ate the soup, and it is a, it's a workout, man. They give you, you know, that's a feast. And so I finished my soup, and uh, then, like, shortly after, you know, the people came. And I was all fed up, feeling good, and, you know, the party party happened. What does a fed up larcher feel like? Oh, man, like a, like a rhinestone cowboy. Number 28. What's number 28? Ryan's Road Cowboy? Yeah. It's like ordering at a Chinese restaurant. I'll take the 28. It went away. It's not relevant anymore. It has no meaning. Um, There's no Steve Goodman songs on that list. Um... Let's see here. Hotel room. 
Uh, yeah, that's probably right. No, no, wait, 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 wait. Your Cheating Heart by Hank Williams is number 30. Number 513 is a Steve Williams song. What about Riding up on the city of New Orleans, Illinois Central, Monday morning rail. Yeah, Steve, Steve uh, City of New Orleans by Willie Nelson, written by Steve Willie, uh, Steve Goodman. So he did make the list in songwriting. Yeah. He wasn't going to make the list as a singer. You know, he wasn't exactly known no. for that. No. All right. No, I get it. That's good. Nice to have him there. <sighs> Larger. I've got to tell Lord. you, you, you recently switched. Hey, you recently switched our uh, Facebook profile picture, and I just think that it's perfect. Because, you know, we can post in groups like Cult of Kayfabe now as the page. And yeah. I feel like that's a perfect little picture, and people will be like, what is that? They'll click on it, and they'll be like, who is that? I know that guy, but I can't tell. Is that Jay, Jay Cutler's grandfather? Or did these dopes use that app? And I think, I don't know, I think it'll get people to see us. I, uh, I accidentally changed it. I was trying to make like a custom one, and I couldn't get the <laughs> sizing right. And then I'm like, fuck it, and I couldn't figure it out. Like, Facebook has gotten, I am so old now. Facebook has gotten complex. Like, I'm like I'm, I saw a picture uh, of you and I on my computer it was, it was me with the Lucha mask on, and we're standing in front of the ring. It was that Lucha show we went to. Yeah. And uh, like you look good. You're tan. The ring looks good behind us. I'm like, man, this would be really good for the wrestling page. And I was trying to get it off my computer onto the phone without having to upload it through Facebook. And then I couldn't figure that out. Well, it's got to be somewhere on Facebook. So I go to my profile on the phone. I can't figure out how to get to my pictures. I spent 20 minutes trying to get to my pictures. <laughs> you you should have just gone to search for pics of me and Clark Lawrence. And I bet that'd get you there. Really? I think so. If you In the search item, if I go me, pics of me and Al Larcher. Pics of me and Al Larcher. Um. Yeah, and then you can click on photos, and I think it usually kind of. Yeah, it. It generally. Oh, it, did, it, it got it got me there right away. Yeah, you posted the pic. Did it really? There it is. Yeah, I got a Hawaiian shirt on with a uh, "Don't fuck with La Parka" T-shirt. Yes. <laughs> you look. You look like a million dollars. I don't know what the hell happened there. You went to a tanning booth or something. You were the Fitbit is on. You see the Fitbit on, so you know what's going on there. <laughs> I'm drinking a vodka soda or something. Yeah, yeah that's like, behind your no back. Beer. Did I had a salad instead of the nachos? <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> that's I mean that's a great picture. So like, I wanted to use that, but I couldn't figure it out. Well, now I know. Now, thank you, Clark. You've, you've, you taught me about Tim like McGraw. I was on the phone with my dad and talked to him. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, that's a really good photo. It, I wish I could see it. I can't. you got to post it or something. Because it's taken me longer to find it than it took you. I, it must have been known I've been looking for it. Options. Make profile pic. No. 
Let's see here. You can also like search it picks my picks from 2015 or something in the search. Things like that. Just wow. so you know. Yeah, no, I I didn't. So this is all very very helpful. There was never a profile picture on our Facebook page, by the way. Must not have. Been. No. No. It, surprised. Let's see here. I'm going to post it, and, uh, and here's another thing. This talk talk wrestling or whatever we have going on there, number one, is it open to the public? And the listeners find it. No, no, no. We we have it private, but we're, we're going to invite people to it and things like that. Right now it's private uh, because I just want to get some action on it. There might be some people on there who don't want it to show up on their news feed, you know, because if it's public, then, like, Every friend of mine sees those posts that I'm making. Do you get what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So? And when they're private, then not all of my friends see that I'm posting in a wrestling group. Well, what, uh, what does it matter? I thought I you also had to be... ...what other people know, because I think there's a lot of people that are down with wrestling groups... But they just don't want it to fill up their friends' news feeds. No, you don't see the. the I don't. I don't know. I think I think you're crazy, Clark. But uh, I apparently I don't know anything about uh, the internet anymore. So I'm going to take your word on this. Because I I would say just keep inviting people. Let more. I want more invite people. I want other people to invite people. Right. I, I wouldn't. Have... But I'm saying if it's open to everybody, you're going to get more fish. In the uh, in the pond, and then you just throw out the bad fish. All right. Well, we but, can go with the public for a while or something. But I just I don't I don't know. I don't think it should be public at all. I, I I'm I'm not a big fan. I always double check when I join groups that they're if they're private or if they're public. Like called a kayfabe. That's that's public or that's private. A lot yeah. of groups that I'm in okay. are private. All right. Well, fine. And you, oh, you, you know, you know. There it is. See, I don't look as good as you're saying. Oh, come on, you do. You're so full of shit. I don't know. I man. look like death. Even with the mask on, I look like I'm about to die. Got the chin beard hanging out. Where was it? Somewhere it said, "Post a picture of you and your favorite wrestler," and I posted this picture. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. I mean, I even like the background, like the shadows of the people and the the weird windows. Like, it's very artistic, very artistic. Who took that? Do you think Lauren took it? I would guess Eric. It was one or the other. Yeah. And was that L.A. Park that died recently, or was that the other La Parca? Oh, no. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not sure either, but rest in peace to, well... One of them for passing away, and, and then the other one for the, in the future. One of them, the one who died looked like Chris Jericho. Did you see that? No. Did he really? He released a photo of him uh, without the mask, and it turns out he looks exactly like Chris Jericho. Hmm. Yeah. Just, uh... <sighs> I feel bad. I posted a satire... Sati- sat- sat- Satrical? A satrical. Yeah. Uh, That's not right, but. Yeah. Article. A satirical. A satire. Satirical. An article of satire. On the old a satirical. 
the heckler dot com is basically the Cubs version of the Onion. And right. they had they had an article. The headline reads: Cubs sign blockbuster deal to broadcast games on WGN TV. Which, I mean, if you're paying attention, you know that's a, it's bullshit. It's got to be satire. Right. A few people the didn't people. take the satire on my page. Yeah, because you probably like it, like I wouldn't be thinking of satire when I read that because it, it wouldn't cross my mind because I not I don't follow it that closely. But you don't follow think, it enough to know that the Cubs are mo- are not going to be on WGN. Yeah, but if you saw some like a con- if if I saw an article saying they just signed a contract with GN or something, then I thought maybe maybe they they panicked last minute that this thing wasn't going to work and they they re- they negotiated a deal with GN. Like I could see that in the realm of possibility. It's not. Uh, I don't think it's you that weird to Peter. Now, I think the guy we saw is the dead guy. Oh. Is that what you think, too, or no? I do. Based yeah. on where we saw him and stuff, yes. I think that he's the guy who passed away. The guy, the guy who died, the La Parca who died, was definitely um, AAA. Because they, 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 brought, they brought in wrestlers from AAA. And, and we uh, saw CMA. Yeah. And, he, you know, when he died, they talked about him being there as, like, his home... Uh, company, so yeah, I think I think it is uh, the one we saw. Okay, all right, yeah. The world may never know. Did you see? Man, the spectacle! I didn't watch much because I'm not that interested. But do you know Rob Gavoyevich is going to give a press conference the morning after he's released? After everybody saw him go into his house. One, I thought there was a chance that he was going to dye his hair black before he came back out the next day. And right. In that, I mean, no, I, I thought so. But then the other thing is he, he's had this press conference for 11 o'clock in the morning right outside of his house, which his door is on the sidewalk. So people are literally on the sidewalk, like 40 people deep out into the street and shit for this press conference. And right up there front and center was none other than Ronnie Woo. <laughs> Yeah, I love it. He was he was like the Forrest Gump of our generation. <laughs> like I saw that, that's exactly what I thought. I'm like, holy shit, who was Forrest Gump? I mean, what, what is he doing was... there? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> ah, amazing. And then right down to like, he hadn't shaved in right. a year, like all the way down with a razor. So he had cut himself. So he's Hitting yeah, himself he's the whole time. My 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 original theory was that uh, either his razors were eight or nine years old and sitting there and had rusted, or or just that he didn't he he he, he, he wasn't used to it. But yeah, crazy. That was just one hell of a spectacle. It was amazing. He's gonna be so interesting in the next couple of years. Like I am ready to. To follow the Blagojevich uh, saga. I can't wait. Oh, well, Clark, I-, I think everything that needs to be said has been said. I didn't realize we went so long. Shit. We're, it's too late. I got to get to bed. Yeah, I didn't. Like, I look, I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, I thought it was like, eight, I thought we were, I thought it was 743 right now. Now, the people who've been listening are like, my God, we, I've been hoping this thing has been ending for an hour ago. So, yeah, um, but my morning coffee is hitting me now. So, I definitely yeah. have to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, 
A show just got announced. It plays at Tilly Park. It's crazy lineup. Like the Black Keys, Gary Clark Jr., and then the Marcus King Band is going to be there. Cool. Yeah. Uh, no, no, just a lot of fun stuff. The, those are three of the six that I listen to, Al. All right, brother. Well, did we say it all? Everything that needs to be said has been said. Do you got the uh, you got the thing queued up or no? It is ready to go, my friend. Oh. Hey, good to talk to you, Al. All right, buddy. Have a good night. We'll see good you next week, everybody. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.